A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester, and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my Spiritual Queens Badass Podcast episodes. I am super excited to have the lovely Emily Siring here with us today. So Emily is one of the seven authors that I mentored back in 2019 with my first book publishers, That Guy's House. So I have worked with Emily over the last 10 months to help her write her book, birth her book, bring it to life, bring it up to publication basically, and also to help her grow her business as well. So Emily, if you don't know, is an NLP practitioner and life coach specializing in mindset and manifestation. She is the creator and full-time blogger at she'slivingherbestlife.com and it's her mission to help you align all aspects of your life on both the physical and the mental level so that you can show up as the best possible version of yourself and live your happiest life. So thank you so much, Emily, for being here today. Thank you so much, Emma, for having me on your podcast. I'm beyond excited to be here and I'm so grateful for everything that you've done. Oh, and, thank you. It's yeah. Nice to chat again, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my first question that I ask everybody who comes on the podcast is, when did you spiritually awaken? What's your story? So spiritually awaken is such a funny term to me because I feel like we're all spiritually awakening you know continuously like it's not like a like a start and a finish but for me it really started when you know I I identified myself as the shy person you know I really didn't have a lot of friends when I was growing up and in high school I was really shy and I was always in my head and and kind of when I got older and into my early 20s because I was in my head so much and I wasn't, you know, in the best relationships, I wasn't hanging out with the best people. I started turning to alcohol and, you know, smoking cigarettes and all these things to try to get out of my own head or stop listening to myself all the time. 
And I remember there was one night that was probably the worst night that I've ever had. And it was in uh, early 2018. And I was really like, I had gotten really drunk and I was sitting on the floor crying and I was blaming literally everybody else for my problems. I was blaming, blaming everybody else for what was going on in my life. And I was basically sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I remember waking up the next morning and just being like, I'm done with this. I'm not doing this anymore. I can't keep blaming, you know, everybody around me for my problems, my parents, my friends. And I just, I couldn't do it anymore. And I think I Googled like how, how to like get out of your own head and like how to, how to be a better person basically. And I ended up finding Tony Robbins. And then I kind of just went down, you know, the, the personal development rabbit hole. And, you know, I started then learning more about the law of attraction and which led me to you, which turned out to be an amazing experience and then led me to the book. And, you know, it just took me down this, this big rabbit hole of me finally deciding to take responsibility for my own happiness, my own actions, and really you know, learning about this spiritual aspect of, of life, essentially. And it changed my life completely in that single moment of deciding on myself, basically. So, but needless to say, I'm still, you know, awakening and I'm still learning and still growing. Um, but that's kind of where it all started. I definitely agree with you on that, that it's not just like one awakening, is it? There's definitely Mm -hmm. multiple awakenings. Like I for sure can say I've had at least two major awakenings and probably like a few extra mini ones as well along the way. So you're right. We're definitely always awakening to to deep aspects of ourselves, to, you know, new things we didn't know about ourselves and new forms of spirituality and connecting with the universe, connecting with Mm -hmm. ourselves. Exactly. Like you say, so your, your book that you've written and that is coming into the world really soon focuses on the ego and how we can kind of deal with that inner critic and that inner voice within us, um, which is like kind of like negative, negative self-talk as such. So for anybody Mm -hmm. listening, um, and is wondering what what on earth is the ego? What is the (laughs) ego and how can we identify it within ourselves? So I believe that there are a couple of different ways to kind of say what the ego is. There's, you know, more of a scientific way, more of a spiritual way. And then there's kind of like my way of saying it. But um, I would say the ego is, is really the identity part of yourself. And it uses stories to ensure that your life aligns with the identity that you've created. So like I identified as a shy person. So I would show up in the world in that way. You know, I I wouldn't reach out and make new friends. I kind of, you know, stood by myself and, and then I would blame everybody else for not coming up and talking to me when I was, you know, the one that was pushing everybody else away. So I was using this kind of ego uh, identity of being shy. Um, but it's also a very primal part of us. And it's, it's, you know, the fight or flight response. And, you know, when, 
you know, back in the day, back in, you know, cavemen sort of era was when we really needed this fight or flight response to ensure our safety and to ensure that we were going to stay alive. And so your ego is really that, that fear that uh, manifests into, into stories that we believe are true. And your ego is kind of that part of you that looks for that instant gratification. You know, what is going to feel good in this moment? It doesn't matter if it, if it hurts in five minutes, but what's going to feel good right now? And I think sometimes when we think of the ego, we also think of, um, you know, somebody that's really like full of themselves or like kind of has a quote unquote big ego. But for me, the ego didn't necessarily play out that way. It actually played out as insecurity in myself. You know, it's not always the loudest person in the room that has the quote unquote biggest ego. Sometimes it's, you know, the quiet person in the corner that's in their head listening to those stories that their ego has created. Mm. And, you know, everybody, everybody's ego manifests kind of in a different way. Like for some people, it really does manifest as, you know, putting yourself down. And, and it's, it's, I kind of like to think of it as like the voice inside your head that it's really just trying to keep you safe and alive, but it will come across as kind of this, this thing that puts you down. And for some people, it's, it's, you know, like, it's all about me. It's, you know, I only focus on myself or, um, for others, it's, you know, I'm not worthy of this or I'm not worthy of that. And at the end of the day, your ego is really, you know, your identity and who you identify as. And then you just try to align all your actions with that identity. And, trying to remove yourself from that identity is when the fear comes up when you know it's like well now I'm afraid of doing this and you know like well what if it doesn't work out you know your ego is is very based in in fear so when fear arises that's your ego speaking up and um you can identify the ego by really identifying the stories that you're telling yourself And, you know, like, like, let's say you wanted to ask out your neighbor, but you have the story that, you know, you're not, you're not good enough for this neighbor or that all the dates you go on suck and that it's just not going to work out. And then you go in to asking out this neighbor going on this date with that mentality. And then it's just a self-fulfilling prophecy. And that's, that's what you get out of the date. So your ego is really just this fear-based thing that comes up in your mind. And for me personally, I actually hear it as self-deprecating words and thoughts that come up for me. Um, And it really is, you know, that inner critic um, just trying to keep me safe and inside my comfort zone, basically. Mm, That's such a good way to explain it. Like, so true. And you know, I, I've done a lot of ego work myself and, you know, I even help my clients with it. And I think a lot of the time we're taught in society to really bash our egos and really mm-hmm. you know, 
swear at them, like all sorts. And, you know, I found actually like the best thing to do is to actually give our egos love. Like you say, it's there Mm -hmm. to protect us. So the more we can kind of have those nurturing and loving conversations with our ego, you know, it's creating that peace, you know, nothing's ever healed as such in terms of spirituality with hate or, you know, negative energy. It's got to be love. Mm -hmm. Everything's got to be done with love essentially. So why does our inner critic want us to not try these new things or succeed? Why do you think it does that? So I think there's multiple answers for this as well. And I really think that it comes down to when we try to, you know, go out of our comfort zone or this thing we call our comfort zone. it's we're doing it in a way that doesn't necessarily align with the identity and the stories that we've created as children. So it goes against what you know and what you believe to be true. So if you want to quit your job and, you know, start being an entrepreneur or whatever it is, but you learned and were taught that you can't make money by being an entrepreneur that you have to work hard and then you identify with that your your ego is going to be like whoa wait a second like i don't know how this is going to turn out it might turn out horribly so really your ego is you know just it's just trying to keep you safe it's like it doesn't understand the difference between um you know coming face to face with like a saber-toothed tiger and you know quitting your job to start your passion project. It just doesn't understand the difference. And it really is just coming from, you know, it wants to keep you safe coming from the fear, you know, the fear of the unknown, the fear of, of pain and, and the fear of getting hurt. Because all it wants to do is keep you, keep you safe and, and keep you doing what it knows how to do, what it knows what the outcome is going to be. You know, it's like a, tries to be like a fortune teller, like, it just tries to know everything, all the outcomes that could possibly happen. And when it doesn't know an outcome, it's like, whoa, wait a second. Like, I don't really want to do that. That's scary to me. And then it uses fear to kind of keep you right where you are, which is, is frustrating. And that's kind of where the battle comes in between, you know, what you, what you want to do and what you know you want to do in your heart and what your brain is telling you to do in a logical sense. Amazing. Like it's so true. Like everything you're saying there, you know, is definitely, there are multiple reasons of why our ego would want to stop us. But again, like we've said, it's really understanding why the ego does that. And that kind of, you know, primal instinct as such to protect Mm -hmm. us. So what are your top tips for navigating the ego and finding peace with it? Um, I would say the first thing would really be don't believe everything you think because your mind is kind of, it can be a spider web of thoughts and ideas. And it's easy to take a thought that comes into our mind and then run with it and run down that, you know, that rabbit hole of, of worry, of fear, of, of frustration or of, of blame. and really it's okay to see the thought and not have to react to it or act on it. Like if you, if you feel, you know, worry, it's okay to just honor the worry. You don't have to 
dive deep into it and dig into it. And also just becoming aware of your ego and trying not to resist it because, you know, as uh, James Wedmore always says, what you resist persists. So the more you, you fight ego, you know, the more you fight fire with fire, the bigger fire you're going to create. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. So, when you're you know fighting your ego and you're and you're fighting all these thoughts that are coming into your head it's just going to create more chaos within your own thinking so just honor the thoughts that are coming in but you don't have to follow them you don't have to believe them you don't have to create stories around them you can have you can have thoughts and then you can be like and then you can honor them and be like okay like i you know i'm having a thought that is making me feel fear or feel worry, but that's okay because I can decide to make a different meaning out of this. And um, the one thing that I've always heard that was really helpful was that we are not our thoughts and you really, you don't have to follow them every time that they come up. It's okay to have a thought and then release it. And it really comes down to just becoming aware of when your ego is showing up for you, when you're, you're getting that fear and that worry, and when you're noticing when you are you, you know, self-deprecating and when you're talking poorly about yourself or blaming somebody else. And it's just becoming aware of the thoughts that are coming in and the stories that are you, you are creating around them. Um, I like to think of thoughts like it's kind of like a cloud and when you're in an airplane and you're like in the middle of the clouds, you can't see anything else. So if you kept following that path of these thoughts and you kept going down that rabbit hole, you're just going to get filled with more and more clouds and it's going to be even cloudier (laughs) in your mind and it's going to be harder to think. But once you kind of rise above those thoughts and you're like, yeah, I can, and you can still see them. Like when you're in the plane 
and you can see the the clouds below you you're like okay i can see the thoughts but i don't need to follow them i'm not them i don't need to create a story about them it's okay to to be human and to have you know diff different thoughts but you don't need to to follow them and you don't need to follow the why behind the thought i think that's another thing that you're that our egos can do is uh, try to pick out why, you know, why am I like this? Why is this happening? And one of the biggest things that I learned in NLP training was to stop asking yourself why questions all the time, because you can get so lost in the whys, you know, why is this happening to me? You know, why, why does this always happen? And your ego will kind of latch on to the whys. And instead of moving towards a solution, you keep focusing on the problem by attaching more and more stories to the why. Well, I'm like this because um, my dad was like this, or my mom was like this, or this is how I was taught. But it doesn't necessarily help you find a solution. So I think that's another thing to um, to think about when you're navigating your ego is to not follow all of the whys. You don't have to follow all of your thoughts and it's okay to just, you know, tell yourself, okay, I'm having this feeling, I'm having this thought and that's okay. And just honor what you're thinking, but don't necessarily follow it. If that makes sense. Absolutely. It does. And I love that plane analogy as well. Like it's such a great way of looking at it. Like I've never heard that mm -hmm. before. It's just such a good way of, of explaining it and looking at it. And you're right. Like I always say, you know, don't judge the thoughts that are coming up, judge your comeback mm -hmm. rate. That's how you know mm -hmm. when you're healing and like changing that story is when you can witness the thought, see it and think, right, do I feel triggered by this? And you'll come back great to, to kind of feeling at ease again. That's how you judge mm -hmm. that healing of that limiting belief of that ego as such. Um, mm -hmm. So great advice. Amazing. So how can we implement ego work into our daily lives? What daily kind of practices or tools would you recommend? So there's definitely a lot of different things that you can do. But again, you know, one of the biggest things that I would say is to really start recognizing um, when your ego does pop up. And one of the ways, you know, the biggest ways that it pops up is with the buts. When you say, I want to do that, but, you know, whatever. And whatever follows is your ego. And, you know, just becoming aware of when you start making excuses or when you start, you know, blaming your circumstances or when you start blaming your, yourself for something. And it's just really starting to, to become aware and recognize when you're reacting to certain situations. And then another way is to, you know, reframe the actual stories that you have around something. Um, if you are nervous about something, about a job interview or about a podcast interview or about, you know, something big or small going on in your life, you can reframe that into excitement, you know, like maybe you're feeling nervous, but you can say, well, nervousness can also be excitement. I can also be feeling excitement. Um, you can change problems because the ego looks at problems and then creates a big wall around them and says, I can't get through this. I can't do anything about this. And then only focuses on that problem. But if you change the meaning of a problem to a challenge or a lesson, 
or an opportunity, it makes it so much more fun to run to a solution and find a solution. So reframing old stories and, and doing that sort of thing is really helpful when it comes to working through your ego just on a daily basis. And another kind of practical way is to, you know, practice meditation um, because meditation is such a good way to quiet your mind and quiet the chatter, especially when you, when you notice your ego popping up, because most of the time when your ego pops up, it's saying things like, you know, you're, this is stupid, or you shouldn't be doing this. You're not worthy of this. And it's making you second guess everything in your life. And it's like, I, you, you just, you can't think clearly again, you know, it's like the clouds, there's just too many clouds. You can't see clearly. And it feels like you're walking through fog and it's not, it's not fun for you. And it's not fun for anybody around you. So meditation is a really practical way to, you know, implement that ego work into your life along with, you know, just being aware. I mean, awareness is really the biggest key out of all of this is, you know, becoming aware of when your ego pops up, when you notice the fear coming up and changing the meaning and the stories around the, around what your ego is saying, and then kind of using meditation to practice, you know, quieting your mind and breathing through when your ego is at its loudest, because your ego is going to be much, you know, a much louder voice in your head then your intuition is going to be. But um, yeah, meditation can be really incredibly helpful on a daily basis to just get you to begin to recognize the thoughts coming in and then release them. So true. And I love meditation personally. It's mm-hmm. I never used to be like a massive fan of it. And I feel like in the last year or so, just from doing different types of meditation, I've realized how important that meditation practice is to really center you, set you up for a good day as well. But like you say, to calm those thoughts. And you know, mm-hmm. what I always do now is when I have an ego moment because we still have them, you know, even after doing the work, you know, we still have that there when those thoughts come up um, and they catch me off guard. For example, I always go into my meditation. I'm like, right. Does this feel true to me? What does my intuition tell me? Like, is this a story that I'm telling myself? Is there any facts to this? Um, You know, how can I look at this, this thought differently even instead of, Mm -hmm. you know, having that triggering thought, how can I look at this thought differently? What is it? What is it trying to show me here? What feedback is it giving me essentially? So I definitely love the meditation tip. Definitely a good one. So let's talk a little bit about your book before we wrap up. So what's your book called? What can we expect and where can we get it? So my book is called Stop It, Your Ego is Showing. And it is basically my story of working through the ego. And it's, you know, it's not super like, I don't go in depth with like the science and the the psychology and all this about the ego, but um, it's really, you know, how to navigate your ego in everyday life and how it shows up in your life, how it shows up in your relationships and, and really how to overcome your ego when it's at its peak and when it's at its loudest. And as you said, we are all always working through the ego. You know, the ego isn't something that you can just, that you can just drop off and leave. It's something we need 
to survive as human beings. And my book is really there to show you how to navigate your ego mind when it comes up so that you're not stuck in the cycle that your ego keeps playing and then stuck in the stories that your ego plays out. And instead, you know, showing you how to take responsibility for yourself and your life and really how to, you know, build your own happiness and, and be the best version of yourself while navigating your ego. And you can find my book on Amazon, uh, I believe internationally, and then it'll also be in um, online at Barnes and Noble and uh, Waterstones in the UK. But unfortunately, with um, coronavirus and everything going on, I don't have an exact date for the launch, but the pre-sale is, it is available for pre-sale now. So you can get it at any of those places now. Brilliant. And I've read Emily's book, obviously, throughout this process. And even for me, like it was such good reminders and a half moments of like, I, I remember even telling you this in our sessions. I mean, I was like, I needed this this week. Like I needed to read. <laughs> yeah. And this helped me. So, um, you know, no matter what level of like spirituality or whether you're a beginner, whether you're intermediate or expert, like definitely, you know, we can all have these great reminders and new ways to look at things as well with that inner critic and our Mm -hmm. ego as such. So one last question before we go then, Emily, is what is one piece of life advice that you would like to leave my listeners with today? I would just say be kind to yourself. I think it's so easy to, you know, listen to something and and then come away with it like, oh wow, I've really been doing all these, you know, harmful things to myself or I'm saying all these these nasty things and then it's like it's like you took the mask off and you realize that you were the one that was holding yourself back this whole time and it can be easy to kind of get angry about it or get frustrated but I would really just say it's a process you know it's a process to go through uh, spiritual awakening it's a process to work through your ego and just be kind to yourself when you're going through this process because it's different for everybody and it's not you know it's not always pretty it's not always the easy the easiest thing to do but it's a hundred percent worth it Because even when you're going through chaos, there's going to be clarity on the other side. And that is 100% worth all the work and all the struggle. Absolutely. Best advice ever. Definitely. I agree with that one for sure. So where can my lovely listeners um, find you and find more about your work if they want to? So on Instagram, you can find me at I am Emily Searing. Um, I'm sure Emma will have my last name and everything written out because my last name is kind of, you know, weird to spell. And on Facebook, I am at Emily Searing. And then my blog and my website is at she'slivingherbestlife.com. Amazing. And I'll put a clickable link down to Emily's website in the description as well. So you can find it nice and easy. So thank you so much, Emily, for coming on. It has been such a pleasure chatting with you and talking all things ego and how we can find peace with our inner critic. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me, Emma. I am so, so excited and so grateful to you. You're just an amazing person. And I'm so honored to have worked with you and 
have you know been able to be on your podcast and I am cannot wait for everybody to hear it so thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my podcast episodes today I really hope you've enjoyed Emily and I's conversation as always you can find a clickable link to Emily's work down below in the description and of course if you want to find out anything more about myself my coaching or anything else that I have to offer like my videos and everything else I do you can find it all on my website emmamumford.co.uk so thank you so much guys for listening I appreciate all your views and listens don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love love to see you again soon and don't forget you can join my free law of attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things law of attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a great week whatever you are up to and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode which will be next week. Lots of love guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.